Dead in Hip Hop. Classic single Sunday. Little Troy. Wanna be a baller. Um, if you don't know this song, <laughs> then I definitely know you did not you were not born in the 80s or early 90s. I, I know that for a fact. Um, second thing is this was one of the hottest overly played songs nationally. I don't give a damn if you lived in Florida, Maine, Cali, Texas, Wyoming, North Dakota. This song was getting heavy rotation. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about it was one of those songs that it was the either the third or fourth song every time. Like it like it it got overplayed. Um Little Troy was from um Texas. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm just I'm just going through his through through a little thing. Um I think he signed uh, initially to Universal. Uh yeah, then there's not a lot of good stuff. But nah, man, like this song, Ken, mm. is just it's so cringy good. Because it's 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 there's nothing <laughs> about it but that hook is so fucking catchy and it and and it came out at a time where it's like everybody could fucking relate to it you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying because he's saying do you want to be a baller shot caller 20 inch blades on the impala he wasn't talking about no fucking Mm -hmm. uh, bentley caller getting laid tonight you know what i'm saying swiss road tight like like everybody can relate to that. Yes, I want to be a baller shot caller. Yeah, I got an Impala. Maybe ain't got 20s on it, but shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just, it was one of those songs that for whatever reason, it just resonated with everybody. I remember my grandma singing this shit, bro. Wow. Like, like, <laughs> like, bro, like this was just one of them songs. Man, it it was. So uh when we were going through what classic single to pick. We went through a long list, mm-hmm. but when we got to this, we were like, "This is <laughs> yeah, the one." This is the one because it 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 is the epitome of one of those classic songs that was everywhere, everywhere. Like everywhere. it was it was unavoidable, and it was so catchy, and the way that he did the singing, and everything. Like for whatever reason, it just fucking worked. Mm-hmm. And bro, like in 1999, um. I was I was I was definitely doing music and radio then and you know I remember listening to like DJ Mitt shows and stuff trying to find like the next hottest thing and um and I don't know if I heard it there or wherever but I I I do remember hearing this shit and and I remember I was like man I had I got to have this shit <laughs> and I actually bought this album mm this motherfucker too. robbed me I did too I did he, too. he got he got me. <laughs> this motherfucker robbed me bro like and we were just talking about like Tupac and Crime Boss, Crime Boss, and how when you get albums back then you pay for it, you play it yep. until it becomes good. This could this no. and so this one did not ever become good to me. And I was just sitting here skimming through it, and I was like, Nah, I just I I no, I don't I, I there there were no songs in here like, but even that second hood the way he flipped it up. I get high. What? what yeah. <laughs> like I knew this whole goddamn song, man. But what got me was not only was I, I was like, okay, I like that. That's a big single. But sitting fat down south, and then I look on the on the cover, and they got Scarface on here. He had mm-hmm. Willie D on here, Fat Pat, 
I'm like, oh man, Botany Boys. I don't know if a lot of people know Botany Boys, but I was kind of they. Uh, I think they had a bit signal and some stuff like that, so I got into that stuff. But I was like, man, Scarface and Willie D on here? Fuck that. Yeah, let me get let me get that, man. Nah, bro. It, it, it that was it, nah. nah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, so, it was, so it was a lot of good marketing, huh? Yeah, it really was. But uh, but want to be a baller, man? Like, it's it's funny because I think this song was so huge and so catchy and just stuck with people. I think to this day, just like you and I started singing the hook, mm-hmm. if you start singing the hook around people, people would know the hook. Oh, wow. And, you know, and, you know, it, and I think that's how big it was, even if you fucking hated the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those. And what, what makes this interesting is that sometimes, you know, like I go on, like, my little rants about terrible shit. Mm-hmm. You know, at its core, this could be one of those songs. And especially the people listening to that was like, man, why the fuck you listen to that shit? That shit, you <laughs> motherfucker can't even fucking rap. Like, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. In 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 that time around, you know, I don't I don't know if that's necessarily my generation or whatever, but you know that that's who he kind of was, man. Just this one guy that came on, made a catchy song, got on, mm-hmm. and that was it. But it also was kind of like leading into that, like right before that ringtone era, mm-hmm. and this was a time where these guys and what the record labels would do is they would have one bit single, and they stopped dropping singles so you can buy the album. 100%. And um, and this, that started to happen. Yes. Yeah. So 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 this was the time of hyper-commercialization. Mm-hmm. Because this was after Biggie gave everybody the blueprint. And then the, the, the record labels caught on to the blueprint. And then what they wanted to do was that they didn't want to invest anymore into artists that could potentially flop. So what they wanted were... Proof of proof of income. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted. They they wanted. Hey, we want to see receipts. So this is the ultimate receipt. If if back then, if you were a label A and R, an executive or somebody, and you didn't sign these guys, mm-hmm. you were fucking up because it was just the way that it was. But I think that this is this is the one of those prime examples, Ken, where something can be really nice. But you can't replicate it mm-hmm. because yep. after they signed them, you want another one of these or something yep. that's going to chart or something that's going to move again. Yep. And the thing is, is like it, sometimes it just it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes you got to when it comes to the music thing. Yeah, you might have one. But are you that artist to continuously put them out there? And I think that that is where the label fucked up. And they fucked him up. Um, they fucked up Little Troy. And the reason why I say that is, is because you're 100% right, Ken. When this shit started to go, we never heard nothing else. Because mm-hmm. they slowed up the process of making music to sell the album, but then they didn't capitalize on the wave that they made. Yeah, he dropped another album two years later. I, I didn't even know until mm-hmm. now. I was today years old when I found it out. But yeah, he was on Universal Motown Records. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that story of how he got there, but he was definitely dropped. And oh, then yeah. uh and he put out something in 2006. And man, this motherfucker got a new single out. Right November now. November 24, 2001. Latroy dropped. It's called What Are You Doing? I'm on Apple Music now. What are you doing, Latroy? You hey, <laughs> you let us Ken, know. I'm calling it now. <laughs> 
That's the first single Sunday of 2022. Man, I was like, look, Troy, you still rapping, bro? That's wow. crazy. But yeah, Wanna Be a Baller. Everybody know this song. Look, y'all y'all hit us up, man. Let us know if you've ever heard of Wanna Be a Baller. Even today, especially if you're a young cat. But I, I'll be some. I don't think as many people that nah. wouldn't have heard of this. So, But um, yeah, man. Yeah, I think this was a good, good, good pick. Look, and if you never heard of it, I don't care how young you are. I don't care if you're 14 listening to us right now. I don't care if you're 44 listening to us right now. The next time you have two or more people over your house or somebody, mm. whatever gathering, play this randomly and see what happens. And I still like it. I still <laughs> like the fucking song. That's the crazy part of it. I still like this shit. It's one of those choice kids. Yeah, but look, I, I, I promise you, play this the next time you got a gathering and see what happens. But look, you guys already heard um, it's official. The first single Sunday of 2022 is going to be Little Troy's newest single. The first single of 2022. Um, but look, we are finishing up Classic Week. Um, next week is either going to be Dolph Week or Atlanta Week. More than likely Dolph Week. So... Make sure that you guys stay tuned as we finish 2021 out with a bang. And we got a couple of different joints and, and ideas and things percolating for 2022. But we out of here, man. We catch you next week with Dolph Week. We out. Peace. Peace.